Well, hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. Today is Wednesday, October 5th, 2022, and this is episode number 436 of a show where we are co-creating life together, where you join me with my family on our small farm and homestead as we grow all around. And last night was the Tremont Farmer's Market, which means today we've got a little specific farmer's market recap episode today's show probably won't go as long as the farmer's market recap show on monday episode number 434 where we covered all three markets that we are currently into so for the sake of time and to make things easier as we have markets we will simply cover them as we uh experience them and, and, and attend them. So how was the farmer's market last night at Tremont? Well, it was very much like it was last week. The weather was a little bit nicer. There were a few more vendors than there were last week. There was a bit more traffic. It was nice. It was sunny. And at the end of the day, I, I haven't tallied up the numbers. Dad hasn't tallied up the numbers. That's that's kind of his job at this point, going through the sales. But just looking at what we sold, because I've got the opening and closing inventory here, it appears as though our sales were on par with where they were last week. We had a lot of return customers. We had a lot of new customers. There were some customers that I saw last week that did not return. Um, that's okay. We had the, the friendly exchange. I do expect them to be back. There were customers that returned that didn't buy anything, but were very excited that I was going to be back next week, that we were going to be back next week so that they could get more at the end of the day. There were a lot of people who were also excited about the online store. And speaking of the online store, uh, I'd like to give a thank you to, I just saw the sale pop in from Alabama. Uh, thank you for the online order. Thank you for the support. I'm not sure if it's a, uh, email subscriber. I'm not sure if it's a new customer. I'm not sure if it's a podcast listener, but, uh, I'm excited to look into that more. Um, what did we sell the most of last night? Without a doubt, it was the kimchi, followed by the curtido. And um, so for those of you who may not know the, the breadth of the product line that we have here, what we offer is, and quite frankly, I'll just look at my sheets here from a past market, but we offer different sauerkrauts and we offer different fermented foods. General, uh, last night we, we had five different sauerkraut lineups, a traditional, which is simply cabbage and salt, a caraway kraut, which is our traditional kraut with caraway seeds, a jalapeno cilantro, which is cabbage, onions, jalapeno peppers, cilantro, garlic, and salt, 
And the curtido is a ferment with Central American roots, maybe even specific to El Salvador. Generally speaking, it is a fermented side dish consisting of some kind of blend, including cabbage, onions, carrots, and a variety of spices, all right? So our particular take on it includes cabbage, onions, carrots, garlic, salt, uh, dried red pepper flakes, cumin, and oregano. And uh, this is my dad's favorite. And I think the ethnic twist on it up there appeals to many people, much like the kimchi, okay? And I'll get to that in a second, but the final sauerkraut that we had up there was lemon dill, which I like to refer to as pickles in sauerkraut form. And that is simply cabbage, fresh lemon juice, dill weed, and salt. Okay, so there's the ferments that, or there's the uh, sauerkrauts that we have. The other ferments, we generally offer a full fermented sour dill pickle, like our New York deli sours. We were sold out of those. We also offer garlic dills, which is just your standard garlic dill pickle, you know, like your Clausen or your Vlasic, kind of a, the pickle that everyone is accustomed to. And we don't have any of those either. We did not have any bread and butters last night. While I did have some available, or we had some available, I decided not to pack them and keep them for the weekend markets because we'll make another batch. They're quick to turn around. And hopefully I'll be able to do that or at least set aside a couple of these jars for the customers who asked for them at Tremont. I'll do that for them. But um, now kimchi is our newest product and so far it is our best-selling product, at least at the Tremont market, there seems to be a lot of demand for it. And kimchi, like curtido, is a regional ferment. It's a traditional Korean side dish of a number of fermented vegetables, generally something along the lines of Napa cabbage, daikon radish, ginger fish sauce, a gochugaru pepper uh, blend powder, and other ingredients. You know, we include green onions, cilantro, um, and that's really about it. And uh, yeah, the paste that you mix in with all of this stuff is the ginger, garlic, gochugaru peppers, and fish sauce. And I think a big deal, well, whatever, we can talk about all of this another time, but kimchi is very appealing to the Tremont crowd as well. Sold the last mustard, and uh, nobody really seemed to be interested in the onions that we offer. And that's not, well, I take that back. I think we sold one of them last night. So anyways, um, people interested in the fact that we will be back next week, people were very curious about how they could obtain the product once the market season was over, handed out a number of cards. People were very interested in that. Uh, several transactions through Venmo. Mm, 
probably 50-50 between cash and card and close to $60 on EBT tokens. And what I learned last night about the EBT token program, and I, I knew this, and again, I could be wrong, I'm no expert because we, you know, we don't accept the, or we can't accept the produce perks tokens because we do, you know, we're, this is, this is processed, uh, you know, fermented foods. It's not fresh produce, so we don't fall under that category. But I believe people who engage in these benefits, if they give $10 into the program, they receive $20 in tokens. So the programs incentivize people to participate in farmers markets. And, um, you know, I know that these programs are, uh, people are generally heavily opinionated about them, but I think that the fact that it's a draw to farmer's market in the city is uh, is good. It's important, and it exposes some people who might not otherwise be exposed to farmer's markets to them. Um, what else can we cover with regard to the Tremont farmer's market? Um, I'll had some great interactions with some vendors. Uh, another vendor who was making uh, hot sauces, fermented hot sauces. So we chatted it up a lot about products and, and so on and so forth. He was very interested in some of our brines. Uh, <laughs> bought a pickle brine, um, strolled back an hour later, you know, and chugged half the bottle. I thought, yikes. <laughs> But apparently he liked it. So um, shout out to Ian from, oh, cripes, uh, Fuego hot sauces and old Brooklyn mustards. Um, the mustards looked pretty cool. There was an IPA mustard and like a traditional Cleveland style mustard. So I'll, I'll see if I can't link to uh, Ian's company in the show notes so you can check him out as well. I will also link to the Tremont Farmers Market in the show notes so you guys can see what's going on with Tremont, the, the nature of the city. And like I said in the last Farmers Market episode, Tremont is just a really cool, like artsy residential district with a lot of little coffee shops and bars inside and among tucked among these old Victorian homes and lots of little galleries and boutiques and all sorts of things. So um, lots of old churches around in this area too. And some of these old churches have actually been turned into apartments and lofts and things like that. So uh, it's it's kind of a cool place to, to go. Um, the only real downside is this time of year where things are getting dark, you know, as we're packing up. So nevertheless, the experience last week, the experience this week, and most likely the experience next week will be good, leaving me optimistic and looking forward to next year. Speaking of next week, the market manager, Lisa, came around and let all of the vendors know that there will be sort of a little after party get together down at one of the local pubs. 
And if we were interested in attending, we would get a little drink ticket and maybe some discount on some food or something like that. So I told her, absolutely, I would be interested in attending. And I think that'll be a great opportunity to further network and connect with all of the different vendors up there. Um, and it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's nice to get to know the vendors. It's nice to see the different hustles that everybody's engaging in. And, you know, it's kind of hard to talk to people at the market because, you know, a lot of them like me are just kind of single people there manning their booths and to get around and chat it up with other vendors is oftentimes difficult because that means you have to leave your own booth potentially letting a sale go. So this will be a nice opportunity to do that, especially since I'm one of the new guys um, and I don't know many people and they don't know me. So it will be nice to have the opportunity to get together with them and connect. All right, guys, so that's it for the Tremont Farmer's Market recap today. We've got a big day ahead with packing and prep work and all kinds of things. And honestly, I'd really like to put some work into tomorrow's show because tomorrow is October 6th. That'll be episode number 437, the 49th anniversary of the founders of York Meadow Farm, my parents, Robert and Denise Kaiser. So stay tuned for that, guys. Have a great day. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you. I believe